There is no name like the name of our God because there is no one like our God. The many divine names used in Scripture reveal His perfect nature. Let's open the Word of God today with Scott Pauling and learn more about the name. Do you believe that God heals? That He not only has the power to heal, but that He actually does heal? Now, the answer to that question, I believe from Scripture, is absolutely. He is the Lord that heals. I want to show you that from Scripture in just a moment. I'm afraid, though, that in our modern age, in our day when we all want what we want when we want it, that we have reduced God's healing work to simply making us more comfortable. We have reduced the idea of the healing work of the Lord to, to God touching simply our bodies. And because of much unscriptural teaching on this subject, I think we've missed the scriptural teaching and the spiritual emphasis. You see, you don't have to be afraid of the truth. Absolutely, I believe God can heal the body. I know people that God has healed. Uh, in minor ways, I know God has healed me at times when I have been ill. And I've known people who were very seriously ill that the Lord has touched their bodies and healed them. And then I can also show you from Scripture that God does not always choose to heal everybody. If you don't believe me, ask the Apostle Paul. Here's the, here's the point. I want you to understand that the physical healing is actually the least healing that God ever does. Because physical things are never the greatest. No, God's deepest healing is in the secret place. And His greatest work of healing is related to our hearts. I bring you to Exodus chapter 15 today. You remember that early in Exodus, we're introduced to God as the great I Am. You remember, Yahweh, Jehovah, I Am, that I Am. Well, here is that same name, the Lord, all capital, L-O-R-D, but connected with another name. It's a combination name. Here's the story. Exodus 15, verse 23. This is the children of Israel. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore the name of it was called Marah. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them, and said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. There it is. There's the name. Exodus 15, verse 26, the Lord that healeth. Now, the Hebrews would have said Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha. Now, this is the Lord that heals. Now, let me point out several things from the passage of Scripture. First of all, could I show you that though the Lord healed the waters... The greatest thing the Lord promised to heal was the people. It's beautiful, isn't it? Have you ever noticed that it was the waters that needed healing? They were bitter. Uh, God needed to heal the waters so that they were made sweet. Uh, but yet when the Lord reveals Himself through this miracle, he, He's really not interested in just the water. He's interested in the people. He does not say, I am the Lord that heals the waters. He says, I am the Lord that healeth thee. 
You see, God's great healing work is not about situations and circumstances and the material and the temporal. God's great healing work is always the spiritual. It is the lasting work that He does inside of us. They were going to drink of the waters here at Marah and then they were going to move on. What He wanted them to take with them was not just water. What He wanted them to take with them was faith that no matter where they went in the wilderness, no matter how barren and dry the desert place may be, that there was a God who in one moment could speak the word, could touch them and provide everything that they need. And that brings me to another truth. Not only that the Lord does His greatest healing in the people, in the individuals, but notice how He does it. He does it when they exercise faith and obedience. In other words, the Lord is not just performing miracles to perform miracles. In fact, in the New Testament, when the great physician, the Lord Jesus Christ, came, you remember all the healing work that He did. And may I just point out parenthetically, notice He did not heal everyone. Uh, He did not go everywhere. No, He healed strategically. Why? Because He didn't come with a healing ministry. He came with a revealing ministry. Every act of healing was to reveal Him as Jehovah God. It was to reveal the power of God and to validate the truth of the message He was preaching. And so this is very important. God's healing is always connected not just with us getting something from God, but rather with us knowing God, with us believing Him, with us obeying Him. And so, is He the Lord that healeth? Oh, yes, He's the Lord that healeth. He's the God of wholeness. He's the one who makes us whole. But then let me point out a third thing from this passage today. Not only that He he healed the people, not only that He healed and it was connected to faith and obedience, but thirdly, notice the means by which He healed because there's great symbolism here in Exodus 15. He could have just spoken to the water. He could have done it any number of ways. And yet He commands Moses to take a tree, to cast the tree into the water, and when He did, the water would be made sweet. Now, Bible scholars have debated, you know, well, was there some chemical property in that tree that then transformed the water? Uh, May I simply say to you, who cares how God did it? The point is, God did it. God knew the need and God knew exactly how to fix it. And through His own miraculous power, the God who made the tree and the God who made the water is the God who made the water sweet when the tree was cast in. Now, there's a New Testament parallel to this. Oh, I love this. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, speaking of our Lord Jesus Christ, who His own self bear our sins in His own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. May I say to you that the greatest sickness is sin sickness, and the worst bitterness of all is the bitterness of soul. And God through a tree, made it possible so that those bitter waters could be made sweet. That tree was the cross upon which Jesus died. The Lord Jesus Christ is the healer. He is the great physician. He is the Lord that heals us. And how does He heal us? The Bible says through His stripes, through His wounding, we're healed. We are made whole. This is a reference, of course, to Isaiah 53 and this healing work that the Lord does. Now, may I simply say this? Uh, that when we come to the end of this journey on earth, I believe we're going to get the complete wholeness, the final full healing. Uh, That's the redemption of the body. Isn't that going to be glorious? But until that day, friend, 
you can rest in and rejoice in the healing and the wholeness he brings to your soul. So many times when people want to talk about healing, they're only concerned about their body. But could I point out from 1 Peter 2.24 that God connects healing to Christ's body, to what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross of Calvary. And perhaps today you're dealing with physical sickness. Perhaps today you're dealing with a loved one who is, who is very ill, who is struggling. I want to say to you, I do believe that God is able to touch them and make them whole. And yes, I do believe that we can pray in faith. And James says the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And they can be raised up. I certainly believe that. But I simply want to point out to you today that the Lord that heals us is interested in more than time. He's interested in eternity. He's interested in more than our bodies being whole. He's interested in our spirit being made whole. And the greatest healing God brings is the healing of the inner man. If you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior today, come to the tree. Come to the cross of Calvary. Because Jesus Christ alone can make the bitter sweet. He is the Lord that healeth thee. We were told in Acts 4 verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can place your faith in Him now. And God promises, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We encourage you to listen to all of our studies in this series and find other helpful tools on our website. If you would like to support this Bible teaching ministry, you may do so at enjoyingthejourney.org. Thank you for helping us reach others with the gospel.